welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Burzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. Hey guys, I'm really excited about this uh, solo podcast that I'm doing now. And it's essentially about, are you in love with someone who is not loving you back in the same way? And is it causing you a tremendous amount of pain? So if this resonates, this podcast is for you. If you're in the most wonderful relationship and you have no issues at all, pass it on to your anxious uh, friend. <laughs> we are going to go through it all. I'm going to teach you how to gain back your sovereignty, your power, and stop the obsessional mind. Um, if you have an anxious attachment style, which uh, let's define that, essentially it means that you're constantly worried about being left out and alone and you crave a lot of attention and reassurance from your partner. You might feel insecure. You might see constant validation and it makes it hard to kind of relax and trust in a, in a relationship. Uh, the other two attachment styles are secure attachment is when you're cool with being close to your partner, you trust them, you can do your own thing too. But if you have an avoidant attachment style, you're all about that independence. You get a little bit freaked out by intimacy and you might avoid getting too emotionally vulnerable in relationships. So no matter what your situation is, if you are an anxious person and you're involved with an avoidant person or a narcissist that's targeting you, or if you're in a situationship, or if you're in a real love and a deep love relationship, you could still be feeling sort of that out of control feeling if you're an anxious attachment style. And that's kind of what I want to be addressing with you because it can create a lot of pain um, and um, a lot of insecurity, which I don't want you feeling. So this is about you. And it's not even about what the other person is thinking, which I know is all that you wonder and think about, but we're going to need to set that aside because this is about you and how you're feeling. So here's what it feels like to be an anxious dater when you're dating a love bomber who's, who's either an avoidant or a narcissist, or honestly, even if you're dating someone who is just really into you, uh, but sometimes it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Um, so initially you have no idea what's happening. You think the other person just is, really wants you and it feels very, very good. There's constant texting, compliments, phone calls, dates, overnights, you name it. And unless you're paying close attention to your gut and the stabbing feeling that's inside it, you might miss some of the signs if this is a love bombing situation. Okay, so let's differentiate that from the real thing. So love bombing is normally a narcissist and he's he or she is coming on very, very strong and they're kind of wanting you for themselves. It's not really about you. It's really about them. So if they're love bombing you, they're coming on very, very strong. It comes on very suddenly and out of nowhere and your entire life turns upside down. And that's what happens also when you fall in love. So it is hard to differentiate the two. 
sometimes with the love bombing, however, it feels like a lot way too soon, like almost immediately. And it's, it's, so if you, if it's a gradual situation, then it might, it might be the real thing, but if it's sudden and instant, then it could be the love bombing. So you just need to pay very, very close attention. But in any event, in either situation, you see the person all the time, you do everything with them night after night, maybe they even give you a key to their place. So you feel safe. They introduce you to their friends and family. So the communication is constant and it's, you know, often throughout the day, every three hours or so, you start like really counting on it and you start feeling very safe and secure. They make you feel like you've got something real and you really feel seen. And then, you know, they're not getting off the phone first. They're always responsive to your text messaging. It's always you that needs to get off the the line or leave the house if you're staying over, all that kind of thing. You're feeling very complete in control of your thoughts and feelings. So they're making you feel very, very stable. And it can go in two directions. So obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, it may not be going well for you. So here's what it's kind of feeling like for you. You know, essentially anytime anything interesting happens in your life, you want to let them know, you want to tell them they're always on your mind. You're completely obsessed with them. You think of them when you wake up in the morning and throughout the day, when you go to sleep, when you wake up in the middle of the night, all the time, they're front and center. You don't even realize that essentially your brain becomes hardwired to think about them. Now I'll tell you a story. I had a client once and I introduced him to a woman and he said, Lori, I think this is it. I'm just, I'm so into her. This is after like two weeks. And I was like, okay, this sounds great. I wonder how she's feeling. And I got on the phone with her and she's like, Lori, she's like, I've never felt this way before. I literally wake up in the middle of the night and I think about him and I'm just so excited. And, you know, I was talking to her um, about, you know, kind of maybe, maybe waiting for intimacy to make sure it's the real thing to make sure that, uh, that he's fully in. But since they both sounded exactly the same way, I was like, you know what, let's see how it goes. And sure enough, they got married and um, they invited me to a ball game, uh, you know, later that year. And they're just so happy with the match. They felt exactly the same way. It did start strong, but it sustained itself. So yeah, this is what every good love affair should feel like in the beginning. And if you haven't experienced it yet, you're in for the biggest ride of your life. But here is the issue, both with love affairs and situationships and everything in between. When it's not mutual love, when the person that you're completely obsessed with isn't into you in the same way, or the feelings change, it can be the greatest heartbreak of your life. And it can bring you so far down that the energy that is necessary to bring yourself back to life is terribly hard. It can create sickness and an even mental breakdowns. And you can really disappear into the feelings. And that's kind of the greatest challenge in the world. And here's why. If you're in love or if you're in lust or whatever it is, it feels like a drug. Every time that person reaches out to you, engages, it pumps you up and gives you an endorphin rush. And it makes you feel desired and attractive and on top of the world. And it is literally the greatest high. And it's what people chase when they use drugs and alcohol, except it's not synthetic. It courses through your veins and your entire world is before that person walked into your life and after that person. And then when it's not the real thing, they start pulling away slowly, slowly. And that's when an anxious attachment style person 
starts to get nervous. And tell me if this sounds familiar. Your nervous system literally starts going on high alert and you try to start course correcting and doing whatever you can to get that person back on track. And sometimes you overcorrect and you try to take back your control by not reaching out in hopes that they'll reach out to you. And it starts becoming a game. But the thing is, love, real love is not about a game. Okay, so sometimes that might even work for a minute. And you know why? Because they like the way it feels when you give them attention. It feeds their spirit. But how they feel isn't your problem. And that's what I want to talk about. Because I want to help you. So all of a sudden, and out of nowhere, it seems, everything shifts. And it's so minuscule. But since you're an anxious person, and you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, you will notice it immediately. They don't respond to a text immediately, or they cancel a plan, or they don't call you when they say they're going to, or something happens. And if you address it with them, it doesn't always help or work because they will tell you, oh, no, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I've just been really busy. Work has become insane. I have to deal with this, that, or the other. My child is having to deal with this situation, whatever it is. So you know, they try to convince you that everything is the same and not to worry. And hey, you've still got their key. So you figure, well, I guess it's okay. We still have that plan. We're still going on that vacation. That kind of thing is still happening. So you try to convince yourself you're okay, but it's really not okay. And you know that it's not okay because you literally feel like you were crawling out of your skin. So when it's real love and you're dating a person with a secure attachment style, they simply never pull back. And that's when you know it is the real thing. It just always feels good. Sometimes people actually like the feeling of ups and downs that accompany the anxious avoidant dance. It's reminiscent of their parents' relationship or one that they had early in life. And it just kind of feels like home. Ups and downs. It's so exciting. You don't know when they're going to reach out. It's just, it's a, just a thrill ride. But it is not sustainable if you want to be a healthy person. So how do you retrain your mind and get out of the anxious mode? It is so important to cling to your sovereignty. You must depend on yourself for love and not lose yourself in someone else. So here's how you do it. You need an excellent support system. So think about your friends and your family. And instead of texting that person, text one of them. Call one of them. Get together with one of them. Always think about the people that really, truly love you. Do things that keep your mind occupied. It could be um, an exercise class. It could be taking a walk. Um, It could be listening to music and dancing. Anything that really fills your spirit and fills your soul. Um, You want to take on a meditation practice. And here's how that really works is, and everyone says the same thing to me when, when they come to me and they say, listen, Lori, I just can't do this meditation thing. It is tripping me up. I'm always thinking about something else. And it's true. You will be thinking about other things the entire time that you were meditating. But for those 10 seconds or five seconds even where your brain stops thinking, that's when you know there is a difference between your brain and your spirit and your soul, okay? Your brain is what's creating all this angst. It's creating all the anxiety, but your spirit is fine. Your soul is perfectly fine. 
So if you can differentiate the two by meditating and being able to let go of a thought, then you are really able to get healthy. And so, so the five seconds or so that your brain stops thinking is what you can go back to throughout the day when you have a thought about that person and you need to let it go. Just keep letting the thought go, keep letting the thought go and just continue with that cycle. Therapy is always a great idea and really kind of dig into what is missing in your life. Um, Why do you attract and attach yourself to someone that is not good for you? Somebody who isn't interested in a long-term relationship with you, somebody who's playing games with you, somebody who's not filling your spirit. You may want to even do an exercise talking to your inner child if you're into that kind of thing. You know, going back to like, when was it that you're in your childhood that you lost love, that you faced some kind of trauma or some kind of situation where you stopped trusting yourself in the way that you felt? Everybody's got it. Another thing that you can do is you can step above it all, sort of zone out and get the the sort of a bigger perspective, you know, it's a grain of salt, what you're going through right now. And if you zoom out to the stars and look down at the situation, create some distance from it. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to feel as large as it really is. And then instead of like freaking out about it all, think about what this life lesson is supposed to teach you and kind of get you to some higher levels. So instead of putting yourself down, we're so, it is so easy for people to insult themselves, to yell at themselves, stop doing that. Stick up for yourself and just say, okay, I was supposed to learn something from this situation. What is it? So that the next relationship that you're in, you will start feeling better and be able to let go of a situation even faster than you did this time. The point is to get out of your head and into your body. So I've always been obsessed with The Wizard of Oz. And in the last scene in Oz, the good witch Glinda tells Dorothy, you've always had the power to go back home, my dear. You just needed to learn it for yourself. So now is your chance. And if this podcast resonates for you and you'd like to get some more direct support on these issues, please reach out to me. I'm planning on doing a group coaching program on this issue, and I really want to guide people through it all. You can email me at laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E at carolinasmatchmaker.com or just reach out to me on social media everywhere at Carolina's Matchmaker, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Let's get together. Let's support each other, get you through this time. And I'm just sending you a lot of love. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.